all you Marks and Maggies, all you cheapos out there, you are listening to Cheap Talk Wrestling. Like always, I'm TJ Albin, joined alongside with Brandon Carr and the reigning, defending, second, shortest maybe, hopefully soon, maybe soon rather than later, I don't know, Dylan Sariva. Guys, we got a lot of news just kind of breaking as we're recording this right now. Am I right? Isn't this crazy? Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like WWE, once again, are back to releasing all superstars and you know we're kind of just following it as it goes on it seems like you know every like 10 or so minutes we someone gets revealed being released the most recent one is Killian Dane so maybe we'll have some breaking news as the show goes on I mean that would definitely be great to you know have some breaking news to report but yeah another week another list of names being released a lot of them this week out of NXT which um you know, it was a little bit shocking to me. I feel like NXT is normally the brand that hangs on to guys and maybe it's just gotten a little bit overcrowded down there and they're looking to free up some space. Yeah, it's crazy to see like all this breaking news breaking out. It kind of like fell in our lap a little bit with one negative and one positive. The negative being that unfortunately this week, Alec Price that we've been kind of announcing for a couple of weeks now uh, is not here with us this week uh, just due to scheduling issues. But we will have him on down the road in the next coming weeks. With these releases and whatnot, we're going to take a break on that. Because, you know, we I kind of didn't tell you guys. The founder of the Daily Go is going to be joining us with some more breaking news uh, as it goes for the Daily Go and for Cheap Talk Wrestling. Jay, can you hear me? I can, yes. Wow, you can finally hear me. Yes. It took a little bit. took a little bit. But it's all right. Yeah, yeah I thought I thought I was in some serious trouble for a minute. Wouldn't be cheap talk wrestling if something wasn't working. That's true. That's true. All right, Jay. So you're on our platform. You're on my show. You know, my show, even though I'm not the champ, but you're on my show. Our show. I'm sorry. I was going to say Brandon Carr and Dylan Survivor. Brandon Carr. I'm kidding. But what's the what's the news? What's the breaking news that you got for us? So if you guys are okay with it, is everyone free August 10th? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Cars free. I think I have a party. Suck it up, because August 10th, there will be a golf match for the CTW title between the defending and reigning champ, Dylan Sariva, and Brandon Carr. Sounds great to me. That's an easy day at the office for me. So let's do this. Let's do, uh, I think TJ should be the caddy for Carr. What do we think? Okay. You want me to be his caddy? Well, the reason I say that is because Dylan has some experience. He was on golf team for high school as well as at Curry College. So I think, and TJ, you have some golf experience. So you took on Dylan uh, for the first golf match. So you kind of know Dylan's game a little bit. So that would even the playing field a little bit because Carr does not have much experience in the golfing world. And Dylan does. But what's in it for me? If If I'm his caddy and I help him win. What's in it for me? I get nothing out of it. All I'm doing well, is helping the guy win the title. That's hold my- on. I didn't. I didn't finish the statement. The All right. oh, 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 you got more. Oh, 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 oh the CEO. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I didn't finish. So, hold on. Since since TJ is going to have to walk and caddy for Car, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. TJ, let's do this. So whoever wins that, whether it's Car or Dylan, you face them in a bowling match for the CTW title two weeks from then. I kind of like it. Put it this way. So Dylan versus Carr okay. in golf with TJ the caddy, August 10th. The winner of that will face TJ in a bowling match. After that, after that little golf match between you two gentlemen, I will be taking back my title at Cheapo Rama. All right, Jay, you know what? I'll take my 
my uh, my victory lap after Cheapo Ramo when I defeat whoever. I don't care who I face. If it's Car, to win it now, I'm going to help him lose it. So that's fine. So Jay, as the founder of the Daily Go, I want to thank you for this gift. I want to thank you for this. TJ, can I do a quick prediction before I dip? You want to do a prediction on my show? Sure, sure. All right. I think it's going to be Dylan takes the first one. Like, I think Dylan, like, comes out firing, but Carr keeps it close at the end, and then the third hole is going to be a coin flip. All right. All right. All right. That's all I got. Guess we'll have to see August 10th. August 10th. August 10th. 10th. Let's go. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for the breaking news, and I will catch you later on. Thank you. Thanks, Jay. The following announcement has been paid for by... By me. Hi, I'm TJ Alvin, your ring announcer for Showcase TV and Showcase Pro Wrestling. Hey, are you tired of watching wrestling at home on Monday nights and Wednesday nights? Yes! Do you want to live your dream to be a professional wrestler? Yes! You can at the Showcase Pro Wrestling Training Center. What? That's right. All you have to do is get through the hardest door, that front door, and we can make your dream become a reality. What? All you have to do is start now. Yes! 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 Go to SPWrestling.com and sign up today. So how you like that, guys, huh? Next title yeah. has been announced. We're not doing a two title defenses. Two? Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. The first, I mean, there's one big title defense, and that's, 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 that's with me. I mean... I mean, yeah, you know, I'll see you at the bowling alley. You'll see me at the bowling alley? I was, hold on. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. You got to get through me first, buddy. And I got to help hey. you. I got to help you win this title. Yeah. Gotta... Hang on. I'll wait for car. Yeah. All right. That was a quick golf match. Um, You know. All right. You know what? Let's, let's drop this for a second. We'll save that for later. We'll save that. Uh, we'll save that promo class for later, and uh, let's move on to this uh, release news about like Killian Dane, about Tony Nese, about uh, Fandango going bye bye in the WWE. Mm. Guys, what are your thoughts about these recent releases now coming up? Like with just we're just a couple weeks away from going back live with a live crowd. Yeah, um, you know we've seen quite a lot of releases from WWE this year. I mean thinking about like some of the past years like i feel like this year has been the most that they've really like cut down on their roster and see it again you know and as dylan was kind of talking about earlier with like the nx more nxt guys this time around than main roster guys i thought that was interesting you know because we've seen wwe kind of release a lot of these you know smackdown raw guys but now they're kind of focusing on 205 live and nxt getting those guys out but there's a lot of names in there too. Like, like I said earlier, I mean, we can have, you know, breaking news maybe as the show keeps going on. So quite a lot of people, um, you know, you got Killian Dane, you have the Bollywood boys, you got Fandango, Tower Breeze. Uh, there's just, there's a lot of guys, August Gray, Davari, Tony Nice. So a lot of guys, you know, getting cut from WWE and it's, you know, not really a surprise to me just because we've seen kind of this theme, keep going this recent trend of these superstars getting released not too many huge names as we've seen in the past but still a lot of people you know getting cut like i mean that, that that's a lot of people i just said right there and there's probably more that i left out so quite a lot of guys and you know i'm just really not surprised that we're seeing you know these 
that we're not we're I'm not surprised that we're seeing WWE release a lot of these guys just because it's been a common theme that we've seen this year from WWE. Yeah, and I think I think that speaks a lot to last year with you know they were still putting on weekly shows and stuff like that throughout the pandemic, and I'm sure that without any fans, without any entrance sales, like that's gonna do some effect on your you know your budget and everything like that, and especially when you have these guys that sort of the lower end of the card who have kind of fallen down a little bit um, in the past, not so much that they're incapable of performing, but they're just not in favor, you know, of the pushes anymore or anything like that. You look at Breezango, I feel for a while on SmackDown, they were a hot comedy tag team, um, you know, with the fashion files and everything like that. Um, And someone like Killian Dane, uh, who on the indie scene is big demo um, came in with sanity. And I mean, we all remember how, hyped nxt was when sanity showed up um so i don't know it's it's been a tough year but it's kind of been the year releases for wwe if you're not in favor with the management you're on the shopping block uh it's as simple as that this year the one name that actually kind of got to me and he just started in the wwe he's a local talent uh in new england august gray who was the retrosexual guy at Top Rope Promotions. If if a lot of you remember him, if you know him by that, it's crazy to see, like, he was just signed, I believe, right before the pandemic. He was the Limitless Wrestling Champion up in Maine. And it's crazy to see how, how a whole year can go around, and it's just next thing you know, he's, he's gone from the WWE. It, it's hard to see. Like, you know, you want to see guys succeed in this business. And you want to see them get to that end goal. You know, it's like me saying to you guys, I'm releasing you right now. I'm saying the pink slip. Dylan, it's at your door right now as we speak. I swear to God. It's there. Good to see it. <laughs> I got your gear in a trash bag outside waiting for you. Hmm. I'm kidding. I kid. I get around. But it's, it's just crazy to, to kind of like speculate that stuff. Or to think about, you know, you don't want to think about that. Because a, a lot of great talent, like, there's a lot of great talent that builds the WWE. You know, like another one. Yeah. I, I want to see the day. I can't wait for the day that they like Roman Reigns is just released from the WWE. <laughs> I, I the, the the one I'd hate to the one the one funny thing the one headline Roman Reigns has been released by the WWE. I want to see. Hell would have hell would have been frozen over, man. If that if I saw that, I would have. I don't know. <laughs> I would have think Vince McMahon officially lost his mind. <laughs> John Cena has been released by the WWE. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine that. Oh, my God. Well, while, as we're talking, we have a lot of uh, new stories developing, one being with Jungle Boy in the AEW scene, AEW championship title scene. Now, we're recording this a day before. We're gonna. I, I want to make a prediction on that between Omega and Jungle Boy because I don't think we've actually highlighted it. I've highlighted the fact that they really haven't gone to the lengths of like trying to like build this match up a lot, but in the last last week they kind of did in a in a way. But what are you guys' thoughts on uh, this this match coming up? Like I know we're talking about it a day early, but what are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, um, I think Jungle Boy personally, you know, he's young. Uh, I think he's like maybe in his early twenties. Like he's just kind of getting started, and it's good for him. You know, I don't think he's gonna win, but it's good for him that he's getting maybe this opportunity to verse Kenny Omega, you know, get put him in a big spot, see what he can do. And I think, you know, it's good for him. 
And, you know, like I said, he's a younger guy. Uh, he's, you know, from what I've seen, he's not like the biggest like talker. Like I've, I saw something saying that like he like ducks and runs away from doing promos, which that's, that's a weird like report, but I did see that. Um, but, you know, I think still he like, he's a good in-ring talent. And I think, you know, he's young, like I said, I think there's a lot of time for him to develop his promo skills and, you know, become a better wrestler. And I think just him getting the spot, I think for him personally is good because you're going up against one of the best in the world, maybe the probably the best in the world right now in Kenny Omega. And it's just, it's just a good opportunity for him at such a young age, just really sad to get his career going. I think it's a good spot for him. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. I mean, there's definitely ways to look strong and defeat. Uh, you look through any pro wrestling history or anything like that, if you understand the business, is that you can be the guy that loses and still come off looking fantastic. Um, you know what? And being in the ring with someone like Kenny Omega, who is a top three wrestler in the world today, you know, probably is into, you know, people's all time list as a top 10 guy. Um, that's a huge opportunity and same thing as car. I don't think there's any shot AEW puts the title on him. I don't, but you know, if these guys go 25, 30 minutes and he's keeping up, you know, pacing and move for move with Omega, I think there's a way to build this story and let him continue to develop and, you know, just grow as a wrestler. I think it's a good learning uh, thing for jungle boy. I think this is really good for him. And not only that, he's had the match again. He's had a match against uh, Chris Jericho uh, in the end of 2019, which I thought was great, by the way, lasting 10 minutes against a guy like Chris Jericho. And it just shows that AEW has that that future for him. And I think he is the future of AEW. You just don't know it yet. They're trying to, like, not to say, like, giving him that Roman Reigns push, but they're giving him something to work with and like something to work up to. You know, he's a great, he's a great talent. He's a great worker. You, anything that he's thrown with, he takes advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's going to be exciting. I, I want to see this match. I can't wait to see this match. I'm excited to see this match because I hope to see like Jungle Boy highlighted a lot in this match. Cause Kenny Omega, like, I, I feel like will sell a lot in this match. And I feel as though Jungle Boy is going to give him everything he's got. Yeah. And this is going to be one great match. I can't wait to see it. I know yeah, we're, I we're talking, like, we're talking beforehand, but I can only imagine afterwards. Hopefully, hopefully we're right on this one. So yeah, I think it's going to be a good match. And you know, like I said, it's just a good opportunity for a guy who's just that young and just to have an opportunity to go up against Kenny Omega. Like it's only going to help him out, even if the result is him not winning. So. Yeah, but, you know, I, I've said it four or five times, but there's a way to look strong in defeat uh, in professional wrestling. Like, you know, you think back to matches between, like, a young Steve Austin and Bret Hart. Like, Austin lost, but still yeah. looked good. Still went out, on baby. to... He walked out heel after that match. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing yeah. is, like, if you, you know, if you can impress the guys in the back and, you know, impress your fellow wrestlers, like, they're going to be more willing to you know work with you and like show up and put on you know those constant classics if you're training hard and you're obviously showing on a national stage and i think that's where AEW does things well sometimes is like they have these young guys that 
you know, we've criticized them for sort of throwing them under the bus to, you know, get these WWE releases, but they have some young talent that's really good um, throughout their entire scene. I think, you know, obviously Omega's still young and stuff like that, but you have Darby, you have Jungle Boy, uh, you have Private Party, who I think is a great young tag team. Uh, their women's division is full of young um, women's wrestlers, I think have a long not a long way to go, but a long future ahead of them and stuff like that. Yep. Um, you keep pushing young talent. You just keep that wheel going for your company for decade after decade. That's how it should be, man. That's how it should be. And which WWE would do more of that rather than bringing back these part-time guys. But that's just me. Exactly. But the one thing I will say that AEW is doing, and I've like, I've said it before and like in a positive and a negative light, but I, I shouldn't say that it's a, like it's always a positive with this. When you have guys like Arn Anderson, when you have guys like Sting, when you have guys like uh, like like Blanchard, when you have guys like Jake Snake Roberts, all in the back, even uh, Jim Ross, right? You can learn from them, at, like from that learning tree. You can oh, yeah. learn anything from them. You have generations of experience, like to pass down, and you have guys that want to learn, and you have younger uh, younger talent. Like the Darby Allens, like the Jungle Boys, like uh, the Britt Bakers, like just to mention the women's division a little bit. They're all going to be learning from those guys. Even a Vicky Guerrero, you know, that's yeah, someone to learn from say, too, yeah. you know, because by w- two words made her career. Not not just like, yep. like not to say just that, not just that, but to like with the excuse me, mm-hmm. just the way she said it and the way she held her presence. So great on the mic. Great. One of the yeah. best promos. Like consistently, like she just knew how to get a reaction out of fans. Yeah, yeah she was great. Yeah, and you have to learn from that. And I, like, if I had the, if you guys had the opportunity, I feel like you guys would do the same. You have to learn from these guys. You know, it's the positive of being around an environment like that. As with WWE, you know, you you have you have something of that, but it's a mm-hmm. different environment. I feel it's kind of harder to get in contact. Like not to say get in contact, but it's I may it might be harder to approach these guys. Because they might be like uh, producers, they might not be just talent. They might be doing other things in the company. You know, take mm-hmm. a guy like Triple H, right? If you had the opportunity to learn from him, would you? Yes, a hundred percent. Because he's mm-hmm. done it all in the business. And same thing, like for a guy like Shawn Michaels, being a trainer at the Performance Center, learn from these guys. It's crazy to see these guys like being out there giving this like information or given this wisdom to these younger guys. And I hope like you see, we see that down the road. And when Dylan talks about the Bret Hart stone cold match, that was the best match to see a heel for going from a heel to a baby face and a baby face going to a heel in that one match. You yeah. saw the passion between those two guys and you see that. And like right now we're not as much seeing that, but I hope to see that down the road with a lot of great talent on mm-hmm. these rosters. Me and- too. And there's big things coming, especially for AEW that Tony Khan has also put out that there's big plans coming. And he couldn't stop like saying that he's got big plans. He's got huge plans. He's got huge big kids. It's huge. It's huge big kids. It's going to be legendary. Oh, it's going to be universally iconic, legendarily awesome. And I can never say that on OG era. But it's, it's funny to think. It's funny to say. But that's what I'm saying. Like with Tony Khan coming out and just saying that right off the, like, right off the bat, like when they get fans back. Guys, what are your thoughts? about that when you guys hear that 
Like, what do you think Tony Khan has in store? I know he's also said not to like add to the question, but to kind of add on to like, not actually it's adding on to it, whatever. doesn't matter. But adding to what he also said was he has mistakes that he wants to make the make up. What do you guys think the mistakes are? And what do you think he'll do with the fans coming back to make it up? Yeah. Um, in terms of the mistakes, I'm not really too sure, but like, I mean, just hearing like him talking about, you know, like, oh, like get excited, like, you know, getting us excited for something. I mean, you know, I think obviously Tony Khan and AEW have done a great job ever since they've been born. But, uh, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they end up coming up with and what these mistakes could be. I'm not really too sure what that could entail, but I think, you know, it's exciting to hear him say, like, you know, like big things are coming, like, you know, get us excited. Cause maybe, you know, they, that they have something up their sleeve that is going to make the company even better than it is now. So it's exciting from a, a fan's perspective to kind of, you know, be eager to see what he's going to say and what AEW has up their sleeve. Because I mean, talked about it in a uh, last episode with, you know, AEW outselling WWE in terms of tickets when, for these new uh live crowds like it's just a lot of excitement i think with AEW right now and it's just from a fan's perspective like i said i mean it's only beneficial for us so i'm excited to see what he's talking about and what they have in store next yeah i think wrestling promotions being able to get back to full capacity and everything like that is super super just great for the business and you know, you're hoping these companies who had to suffer a little bit through this can bounce back now. And if AEW does something up to here, like I might buy tickets and go um, because I just think like I'd love to see them live. I think it's a whole different atmosphere from just watching them on um, the TV and everything like that. Um, so I'm excited. And I think if they're saving stuff for them to have a little bit more fans back and everything like that it really like kind of entices me because I'm like, they're already putting out a solid product. Like, okay, what, what else is behind this door here? Like what's behind door number two that we don't know about, you know, what's behind door number two. <laughs> I was going to say AW uh, was teasing a video game coming out too. So, I mean, that's exciting for them. To have, oh, I would you know, love that start coming out, out. video game. Uh, they are. Um, I've seen a couple of the wrestlers week some stuff. So, but here's the thing with that video game, and I'm glad you brought that up. Is that it's putting them in the red, like going into that, you know, like that 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 territory you don't want to see. Like, okay, now you're like in that, you know, you know what I'm talking about when when I'm talking about in the red, right? Kind of, yeah. When it comes to like the money situation, like where why mm-hmm. how are you using your money in a company wise, you know? Oh yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're definitely gonna lose money yeah, producing the game, but I think what they're hoping is it either entices people to buy it or entices people to watch more of AEW. I hope it does. And I think the video game is gonna be good. And I think it's gonna be really great. I can't wait mm-hmm. to get it if yeah. it ever comes out. <laughs> They've been teasing it here and there, but I've been using the uh, AEW casino game playing my roulette. <laughs> yeah. Uh, always betting on black. I'm always betting on that's all I do on roulette. Just I have a black. whole game just to use roulette and to bet on black the entire time. Oh, good okay. Lord. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. But with WWE not taking advantage 
as much as like AEW is as like to saying they have big goals and big, big hopes. I get it. We have SummerSlam right now. We have that in like in the driver's seat. We're like, we're going towards that right now as we speak. Right. The one thing I will say, I think they kind of flopped on recently is the diamond mine. Mm -hmm. Roderick strong in another faction. And I just, he's a great, he's such a good talent. He could do more, and it's just you still like I, I I get it, I get it. Like you want to have him surrounded by you know new guys in the business or guys that are coming up in the business, and you want to like work with them or help them, you know. But they kind of like I originally thought I was gonna be Tessa Blanchard. I think we all did. I thought we all did. Um, it's just what's what's next for an NXT to kind of have the not only the diamond mine, but what's next for Tessa Blanchard. Uh, if she ever comes to the WWE or wherever she goes in wrestling guys thoughts. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about Roderick Strong in another faction. Cause I think, you know, like you were talking about, like, I just think he's a great talent. You know, I think he can make it as a singles competitor. He's super talented. I think he's great. Um, and I feel like it's kind of forced a little bit. I mean, like, if they're trying to replicate, like, the Undisputed Era, like, I don't think you can do that, to be honest, with what they have in this Diamond Mine faction. It seems like that Roderick Strong, I think, is the leader of it. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I just, to me, I don't I don't really love it. Um, that's just my personal opinion on it, though. Yeah, uh, another faction, I feel like, I feel like Car said, like, I feel like they're trying to replicate undisputed era a little bit and like that was just kind of lightning you caught in a bottle um i don't think they ever imagined ue was going to take off as much as it did you know and same thing like i just strong is such a solid wrestler good on the mic like he's he's a well-rounded guy where like i feel like tj said if if tessa blanchard had been like the you know sort of surprise there you know, shock debut kind of thing. Like, yeah, having so, like yeah. a female leader in that role, I think it's really something different. It, like that, you don't see that much. Like, because she's great on the mic. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's great on the mic, and she can obviously even hold her own with you know male competitors in the ring. Like we saw that with Sammy Callahan versus Tessa. I, I don't know. I feel like she needs to sign somewhere soon to keep that name value, though. I think so too. Yeah. I think maybe that's something that maybe Tony Khan's been looking into with maybe being that big, like, you know, that surprise that they're talking about, like, or that big news that they want to talk about coming forward in the next coming year for AEW with fans coming back. Maybe that's it. Cause I, I feel like Tessa Blanchard is like a big grab for a wrestling company. And if a, um, if WWE is not going to take advantage of it, AEW definitely should. I mean, you already yeah. got Tully there. Yeah, I was gonna say like the AEW's, yeah, that's true. But like the AEW's like women's division. Like, I feel like you know, there's always some really good wrestlers in that division. But I feel like getting somebody like Tessa would would help their stock go up. Like, I feel like they could use kind of like a bigger name in the women's division because I feel like it kind of gets a little overlooked on AEW's end just because there's not many like huge big names that a lot of people would know. So I think bringing her in, I think, would just be a fantastic move for AEW. 
I think so. I think it would finally have like a na- a big name for that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see that. I would totally like to see that. You know, it has that name value, and it puts like that. You know that okay, this is a strong system that they have. Like I get it. You like what you have is great. I mean, at one point you also had Awesome Kong, but yeah, that's true. You know, what falls through, but it's okay. Um, I, I think one other thing I will say with like maybe AEW, like jumping back over to AEW and the mistakes, I think there's a lot of talent that needs like either to be released or to be looked at. Like, okay, is there a future for these talents here at AEW? Not to say that it's not another opportunity, like a land of opportunity. Not to say it isn't. It is. But at the end of the day, it's a business. So it's like if you have money going to these guys and they're not performing – or if they're just performing on like AEW Dark or Dark Elevation or what they're going to be having in August, which is, I believe, Rampage. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Sounds right. Yep. I believe it is. And if you want to call me out on Twitter for it, please do. <laughs> but but you, get what I'm, you get what I'm saying is that now you're adding a fourth show here now. Mm-hmm. And you're just coming into year two. And you have all this talent. Are you really going to be using all this talent? It's kind of hard. It's hard. But with WWE, they know how to use their talent. They know how to work them. Like what we've talked about now, they're just sticking to just stories on the main roster scene Mm -hmm. and having these guys being focused on television. And one example being Bobby Lashley pulling double duty, competing in two Hell in a Cell matches within 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. go for him, man. That's awesome. That's that's crazy. Honestly, that's kind of surprising when I heard that. Like, I would have thought maybe someone would have done that before, but first time that's ever happened. Like, kudos to him, man. Yeah. Just have been a fantastic champion. I was really happy to see him beat Drew, and now you know his the road to SummerSlam for him. We'll see who that's going to end up being challenging him down the road. Yeah, you know, I wasn't a huge fan when they first put the title on him. Um, you know, I, I was happy for him, but I just thought it was going to be like a transition champion back to Drew. Yeah. Um, but to see him like continue to grow and like improve as like the main event guy, which I think was always the plan for Lashley was to be, you know, let's make this guy a main eventer. Um, it's cool to see. And I'm excited for SummerSlam to see what story kind of builds up now because he's, he's really proved he can, he can do it all. He can talk on the mic he's athletic to the moon in the ring like the guy is just fantastic um you know powerful strong like quick agile like i feel like he could even do some hardcore stuff if he wanted to like he he's He's bobby lashley's great i loved it it's it's like they're bringing him back to when he was the tna heavyweight champion and like it's cool to see like that Bobby Lashley, like that that is like top tier Bobby Lashley. That was the best Bobby Lashley in my opinion, other than ECW uh, two thousand seven Bobby. That goes mm-hmm. that, that's second, but now I like what they're doing with Bobby. I, I said to myself as I'm watching Hell in a Cell, if they drop the title to Drew, Bobby is going to go nowhere, and he's not moving. He's not going to move. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. He's done. Like I think, in my opinion, actually, no, in my opinion, he he was done at that point. Mm-hmm. I can see him have another title shot. You're not gonna see him have any other opportunities. That was it for Bobby. Yeah. But moving on to SummerSlam, I feel 
we're I think we're definitely seeing you know them putting together this Brock versus Bobby scenario. I think, yep. in my opinion, because there has been rumors that Brock Lesnar has been in talks with the WWE about a new contract. So with fans coming back, now them making that room for adjustment and pay for the WWE releasing all this talent, I think it makes sense. I think it totally makes sense for Brock Lesnar to come back and face Bobby. I think that would be the big move if WWE doesn't pull the trigger on it. But I like how they're throwing Kofi back into the title picture. I like how they're doing that, and I like how they did it with Bobby Lashley going up against Xavier Woods Mm -hmm. and possibly taking Xavier Woods off of television for like the near future, I think. I think we're going to see him off because there's been rumors that there's no official storyline for him just yet. He was just written off television for the next coming weeks, which is from what I've heard on a couple of dirt sheets. Yeah. But for Bobby to see Brock at SummerSlam, I think that would be a phenomenal match. I think with 65,000 plus fans in a stadium, that's, that's a go-to match. And if they don't pull the trigger on it and we get Bobby versus Drew again, I'm going to throw the remote on my television. I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be that football fan that just throws my remote, my remote at the television. Like, God damn it, kid. What the hell? <laughs> Bobby versus Kofi would be so good in a packed stadium. I think so, too. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great for SummerSlam. They should start building that. That would be a good match. I think with Kofi, I think, honestly, Kofi's run as WWE champion was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good for him. I think it was good for the company to put something on him like that. Because you knew that he could run with it. It sucks how it, how he lost it, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna say ah things you hate to see, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, that, but things you hate to see. But while we're talking about things we hate to see, we have a one last one last thing before we go and before we you know close out the show and before I bid the adieu, we have on Monday night we have the last chance for the Money in the Bank contract between AJ Styles. Uh, Randy Orton and Drew. If I'm not on top, it's over McIntyre. Guys, yeah. what are your thoughts about who you think is going to be that last that who's going to win that last chance at the Money in the Bank? I have my prediction, but I want to hear you guys first. I want to hear the reason behind it. Your thoughts? Very good question. I don't think it's going to be Drew. I think Drew might lose. Maybe they'll start to set up a storyline with him, with somebody. I don't know who it could be, but I think it's going to be AJ Styles. Like, as weird as that may sound, like, I kind of feel like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, that he might win. I think Randy, you know, he's, you know, we saw, like, how he lost. He kind of got screwed over, and, like, I feel like maybe they'll set something up because Riddle, he beat Drew McIntyre, and he got it his opportunity to be in the match so maybe randy loses due to a riddle distraction or something on accident could set something up where randy screws riddle at money in the bank and i don't know i just don't think i just think aj styles might win somehow and i think drew like it would make sense for him to to be in it but i just feel like maybe that's something where they could set up his next story with somebody else because I think that's what they could probably do. I jumped ahead of me. I was also going to say AJ and, you know, sort of the same thing. I feel like 
recently like randy's sort of revolved around the title picture again drew has obviously been in the title picture for you know the last six seven months um and not that like i think aj will end up winning or like the title or anything from bobby but it'd just be like a story for you know aj who's really just accomplished so much in his wwe tenure you know and still deserves to be in that main event picture so I don't know. I feel like it's going to be interesting and I feel, I don't know, maybe there will be some sort of screwy finish there uh, for AJ to win, but I don't know if he does end up facing Bobby, he'll probably be a baby face. So that, I don't know. I don't know, but I just have a feeling AJ. I might have to agree with you both. <laughs> We're just doing AJ styles all over, but I, I also kind of want to think Randy. I kind of want to thank Randy Orton because with the story between him and Riddle, because Riddle basically cost him the like the first opportunity. Now the second opportunity, he might be more helpful, maybe. And I think it could all we could also see maybe a destruction of that RK bro, possibly, maybe. But just to kind of give you an idea of what I'm thinking with Randy, but my, my true prediction is going to be AJ Styles in this case, because I think AJ has a lot more to gain out of this, especially having his muscle Omos as a tag team champion. And if you want another opinion, he drops the titles at SummerSlam. And later that night, cashes in. If you want a, if you want a prediction, if AJ Styles does win it, but that's just me predicting into the future, you know, predicting into money in the bank cashing because like to see AJ Styles win it in front of a 65,000 person stadium. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be interesting <laughs> at the biggest one. Might as well do it right. I could see that. Yeah, I could see I, that. I could see that. And I would not be opposed to that. If that's how summer summer ended. I wouldn't be upset about that. So I'd be I okay think- with that. No, no, no. I'd be, I'd be okay with that. I think that'd be awesome. So there you guys have it. So for later tonight, hopefully we see AJ take over on the Money in the Bank contract, uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. So hopefully we see that. And hopefully we have Alec Price come on here very soon. We're, we're talking with scheduling with him. But we also have on our next show, we have the reigning defending Showcase Pro Wrestling heavyweight champion, Vega, joining us. So I'm pretty excited for that. And I'm pretty excited for Vega. Alec. Hopefully we, uh, hopefully we get in contact with you. Hopefully we can work something out down the road to have you on. But for now, we will bid you adieu. So make sure you follow us on all forms of social media at Cheap Wrestling. And it is always so nice. I have to definitely say it more than twice. At Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. Make sure you're following us. Make sure to also subscribe on all forms of podcasting. Make sure you're following and checking us out on Google. Make sure you're checking us out on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you can get your podcast. Make sure you listen. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave us a five-star review and make sure to have that notification button on. Like I said, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're, I'm going to keep saying it. Make sure you subscribe. It's going to be, you know what? Actually, it's so nice. I got to say that more than twice now. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. subscribe to Cheap Talk Wrestling. Subscribe. Exactly. Say it again. You got to say it again to the people. Join us. Subscribe to Cheap Talk Wrestling. Make sure you subscribe. The champion has said it. The champ for now is saying that. I swear to you. But we will catch you guys next time for Dylan Sariva, for Brandon Carr, for myself, TJ Alvin. 
We will catch you guys next time. Remember to keep it cheap.